The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello everybody and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for March 21st, 2023. As we welcome in our co-facilitator, Twinkling Tori. Hello, Tori. Hello, Herbie. And uh, we got a uh, slimmed down flight crew for you all today, but everything is still being done with just less people because we got Chanel moderating, connecting, and uh, streaming. And uh, Terry is hosting for the first time for this call, though she has been a longtime listener. So welcome to uh, both of you. And um, remembering, oh, yep. So. Uh, remember, at any time you can raise your hands, we will, uh, and uh, then when we have stopping points, we will uh, take any questions in either platform. And but please Chanel, stay muted quick. until we call on you. Yes, please stay muted until we call on you, and then Chanel, you can just raise your hand if there are any questions in the clubhouse. Will do. All right. So. Today, it's going to be a pretty straightforward recipe, though it does involve stovetop cooking, and that is going to be spaghetti with uh, sauce and uh, all that. So there's a two-stage process to this, and one, we've got to deal with our spaghetti noodles, and the other thing is deal with our sauce and toppings. Now... So I'm washing up here to make sure that uh, I'm working with clean hands. So I've been uh, touching half my uh, kitchen appliances and whatnot before getting started. If you're just doing a plain sauce, then you can just pour it over the spaghetti, I guess, and uh, have fun. But I'm going to actually add in things such as meat, onions, garlic, Things like that. So I'm going to need to brown all that in a separate pot. and uh, Or pan, rather. So I'm going to use my pot for uh, the boiling of the water for the spaghetti noodles. And then I'm going to get the meat browned. Okay, so first thing I'm going to do is fill the pot with water. You know, one of the basic cooking questions I've definitely gotten over the years is how do you boil water? And, uh, you know, it's tempting to just say very carefully style, but that's not really the answer. What we do is we put it in a vessel such as a pot or a pan and set it on the stove and turn on the heat. I'm going to fill my pot with water. I will use filtered water even for boiling because It'll still boil out stuff, but it'll, you know, have even less to have to work with. And we're going to fill this one. This, this is tricky because I don't want to really fill it all the way to the top because we are going to have to deal with water vapor. And that has not been a fun thing. I've probably gotten more burns from water vapor than oil, actually. And I think part of it is just because I know to be careful with oil. And um, we don't want the water to boil over, but we definitely want to make sure there's enough to cover the noodles and that they will boil and soften. 
suppose another okay, option so is that you can cook the noodles from cold water and you just cook them longer. Yep. Well, that's actually what we're going to do because I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm not going to put the noodles in boiling water. That's just not the safest thing to do, in my opinion, and it's absolutely unnecessary. And my apologies, guys, having to uh, get the door. You know how professional we are here in uh, this uh, kitchen. We're so, professionals? No, oh. right, that's my whole point. So, no, I am not going to put the noodles into boiling water because, like I said, that it's unnecessary, it's unsafe, and even if you can see, I would say why. Yeah, even my husband, and he's fully sighted, even he does it from cold water. So, um, I've got a box of noodles here. These are the regular spaghetti noodles. You can, of course, use any type of noodle you want. There's spaghetti noodles, angel hair pasta noodles. Those are really good. Ooh, some angel hair pasta. I think I might do that at some point. And these noodles are very fragile. I'm going to put them in the pot, and I find that they will cook a little bit better. Eh, well, I have no choice, actually, but to break them in half. So that way they will fit in the pot. I could use a much larger pot, but uh, half spaghetti noodles work just fine for me. So I always break mine into thirds. Yep. So because I'm putting them into cold water, I can take my time doing this, just grabbing a few noodles at a time. And then I could actually have my pot next to the thing if I wanted to. I already have it on the stove, but the stove is off but i'm actually going to move it to the right of the stove because the one thing i don't really want is any noodles to accidentally fall into the burner so now and uh, there's no way i'm going to be able to use like the entire box of noodles because there's just way too many noodles and uh well then again i think i probably have enough because this is a big jar of spaghetti sauce so i could actually make leftovers we could make leftovers so i think we will actually i think for this one i will actually do extra meat and uh all that so still won't be able to use the entire box but we got a huge pile of noodles in here and now i'm just looking at some of the ones that are still not quite fitting in the pot that didn't get broken up and now they're gonna get broken up into thirds as Tori said and you just snap them in half with your hand you don't do anything you don't need any special equipment for this you just snap them with your hand okay and um okay i think that will do the trick if i'm wrong i can always cook more noodles but uh, now that i've gotten that taken care of we're going to another reason why we don't want to boil our water right away is i'm going to do two things one make sure the pot is centered squarely on the burner and two just give my stove one final cleaning to make sure do anything i can to make sure we do not have to deal with that uh, smoke alarm. 
There's also another thing that I do, which is not absolutely essential, but it's something that I like to do, which is to add a little bit of salt to the water. Yes. I was just thinking about that because it's like, I do that for stroganoff, so I should, because uh, I didn't know learn that trick till recently, actually. So um, we're going to add a little bit of salt. Another trick that I learned recently, and so I think we'll do this as well, is if you add a tiny bit of oil to the water, that will keep the noodles from sticking. So I'm just going to add in a tiny bit of salt and a tiny bit of olive oil. But only a very, very tiny bit of the oil. Yes. Only a very. And uh, the dogs are suddenly excited about that. So, uh, Oh, right. I think they, so they just the... probably heard you mention that there was meat in your sauce. They were like, can okay. we have spaghetti at his house instead of here? <laughs> yeah, well, doggies, you'll have to fly over here, and you'll probably have to stay in quarantine for at least two weeks, See, but I'll no. make you a nice spaghetti. No. You can get no. pa passports now because my dogs are fully vaccinated. If I ha they have the right paperwork, they don't have to stay in quarantine. Ah, well, there you go. But, you know, dogs, before you share spaghetti eat spaghetti, you know, you should watch Lady and the Tramp, you know, because you do not want some Italian guy saying, uh, you better keep a this a one. Yeah, uh, anyway. the... <laughs> I don't think they'd care as long as they get the spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. You don't think they're going to try to woo any lady friends and, uh... Well, yeah, Lily no, definitely going... not. Um, and Logan, he's not going to want to yeah. share his, so... <laughs> Alright. Well, she might want a boyfriend, I don't know, but no. That, no. He, 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 Lily's not a tramp type dog. Okay, so I've added in a tiny bit of oil, a tiny bit of salt, and just uh, checking my water ratio to noodles. I think we're going to break up some of these noodles a little bit more. And now we will get the water to a boiling and let it do its thing. All right, do we have any questions so far about the spaghetti noodles and getting them boiling and all that? Uh, this is Ginny Herbie. Uh, brief questions. Um, I just wanted to verify you are using, this time, the angel hair pasta? No, I'm or using the regular spaghetti noodles. Okay, and then the other... But I would do the same process either way. Right, and now this is... It's interesting to me. Did you um, break up the spaghetti and put it um, on the in the counter before you put it on the stovetop, or did you break up? I can't. Let's see. Can't recall that. Still haven't had my coffee. Here. I put. I I put the pot. Oh yeah, you need to have that coffee. Um, you. I just. Uh, what I actually did is I put the pot of water on the counter. And then brought the spaghetti noodles over to them, so that way, when breaking them up, none would actually fall on the uh, stove. And, and then broke them right, into the pot of water. Yes. Okay. So also, the pot was over the counter, <laughs> not the noodles. Yeah. And a reminder, and, just to and we do have ahead. a raise hand when you finish. Okay, uh, that's okay. what well, I was just going to say. And um, where, if you have any further questions, could uh, could you please raise your hand? It's star six on a phone. Um, star on nine. Uh, star nine. Sorry, thank star you. Star nine. 
star six to unmute and unmute yeah. with star six, star nine. Yeah, I, 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 th uh, I think she figured out the star six part what that does, but yeah, yeah star but anyway, nine to anyway, raise and lower. Star nine to raise or yeah. lower, uh, to raise your hand um, and then wait to be called on so that everyone gets done in order. Thank you. You um, used to know this stuff. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Terry. <laughs> Yeah, when we got to read it. Well, um, you, so we, you guys need you guys need coffee. I need sleep. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I probably need both, but in, and we do anyway, have go ahead, two Terry. hands so far. Ooh, we have right. we have Abraham. You may unmute. Okay. And if you thanks. can just we're, we're briefly hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go to Abraham, can you just briefly announce who's on deck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, I will. I didn't know what your um your. Yep, so sorry, Abraham? I forgot to mention that. Okay, Abraham is first, followed by Callie, and I and no, Chanel has not raised her hand for Clubhouse yet. So, okay, we just have right, uh, Abraham and Callie. All right, go okay, ahead, Abraham. Um, Abraham. I was wondering if you guys have any tricks to portioning out your spaghetti. Um, nope. I heard that the um, hole at the bottom of a spaghetti ladle, um, if you uh, like pile in your uh, strands into that hole um, that makes one portion. Uh, you could yes. also uh, move, uh, move your thumb and index finger together to make like a quarter size hole and that's about also the same. Um, just to portion them out if you, especially if you're making for well, If so you want let me to do specific, if you want yeah. to do those particular portion sizes, because yes. for one thing, um, it depends on the actual size of your spaghetti ladle. And for another thing, it yes. depends on the size of the portion you want. Yes. Yep. Um, and then another thing is the oil in the water thing uh, doesn't work, apparently. I just uh, saw a video about that. Uh, a couple of days ago, I didn't. Uh, do I disagree. That anyway. I, I I will I will say that like because when I, I when I tried the water in the at least it definitely works for stroganoff noodles because I really have found that um, I think it depends on the type do of not, noodles. Yes, it, it could. The idea is to because my like when I used to make a Courtney stroganoff like the noodle some of the noodles would stick to the bottom of the pan, and when I tried the oil method they don't didn't stick anymore so. Um, okay. I I think that you know, that that's the purpose of the oil is just to keep them from sticking. That's only why you want a tiny bit. Is, but it yes. keeps them okay. some from sticking to the pan. It doesn't keep them from sticking to each other. Right. Okay. Okay. Thanks. All right. Okay, Very so good. We and, will have. Uh, we will yep. have next. We will have um, Callie, and then up on deck will be Austin. So Callie, you may unmute. Hi, good morning. Thanks for accepting my question. Um, I've never heard of of doing it the way Herbie is doing it, which I'm sure is great. I'm going to definitely try it because I've always put the noodles into boiling water for nine minutes because I like my pasta al dente. So when do you start the timer as far as the actual cooking of when the noodles? When it starts boiling. Start the list. Okay, so, so once it starts boiling, I can start yeah. my timer for nine minutes yep. for al dente yep. at that point. Okay. The other thing you can do is if you know how long it takes for your stove to boil, just factor that into your timer so you can turn on the stove and then set the timer to include the boiling time. Yeah, like say if your so stove if you know makes it, it takes... start boiling in 20 minutes and set it for 29. 
Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how long it takes to boil the water, and it depends well, upon how much water. Well, no, because it takes. Yep. It depends upon how much water I'm going to be boiling yeah. for however many servings. Right. So there's exactly. no one size yeah. fits all. So I just go with once no. it starts boiling, then I set my yeah. timer for nine minutes. That's, that's why I yep. do it that way because it depends on the stove. It depends on how much water on the size of your pot and, the, and how many servings. And, yep. Yeah. And a gas okay, stove great. is always going Thank to you. I'm definitely going to yep. try it this way. It definitely sounds safer for me. Okay. It is. Safer for everybody. Excellent. Even sighted people often do it this way. Yes. Okay, All so right. We have Austin, and then on deck we will have Jenny. Austin, yeah. you may unmute. Right. Hey, Austin. Good morning from Sacramento. Hey Austin, did, did you have a question? Want to check out that's how job. Um, when Bushel was talking, when you were talking, just do three fingers. Uh, a new um, double tap. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I did. Anyway, um, yeah, yes, um, a good question because I also I have a uh, air fryer. Now, I'm just, I'm just wondering, can I do the air fryer on spaghetti or... If you're doing a baked spaghetti type of dish, then you could maybe, if you do it in the right kind of dish, uh, right kind of um, container, roasting uh -huh. dish or whatever you put in the air fryer. But for the way that we're doing it, where we're having it boiled so it's going to be softer spaghetti, not really. Okay. And even then, I'd be careful because, like, my air fryers, you know, both my air fryers have, like, you know, a grate yeah. um, that passes through things. So even, like, yeah. Bell's cream cheese spaghetti, I don't know that I'd do I wouldn't that recommend. in the air fryer. Um, okay. I think it, I thought it better. You could probably brown, I mean, like, if nothing else, you could probably brown the meat in the air fryer if you really wanted to, but you wouldn't be able to do the sauce. And so you'd have like no. cold spaghetti sauce. Um, so oh, I'd no. say no. Overall, no for the air fryer. I, yeah, you know. I mean, if you really, really wanted to, once you had like once you had it made, wanted to use the air fryer with the right kind of container to just bake it long enough to like heat sauce and melt the cheese, kind of idea, then maybe that would work possibly, but uh -huh. I wouldn't recommend it. It would be messy. Even then, a lot of air fryers don't recommend using che putting cheese in them. So, like I said, oh, it would be no. messy. No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah, just a, no. A, I have a uh, the um, what they called um, like not that the gas stove. I have like I think it's electric, and it's right. It's a the Schaefer, the, the electric stove, or the gas stove? Technically, well, the, it's pros and cons, because the gas is safer in one way because it cools quicker, but the electric is safer in another way because you don't have to worry about whether or not it's properly ignited and gas leaks and such. I see. Yep. <clears throat> and that's all I, I, I have to go anyway. So um, I love to get... I, I, I will do a special meatballs or fat balls. Like, All right. Like, well, see, see like, that's like, one... like Kirby said, you could brown your meatballs in there. 
Yeah, um, meatballs specific would do better than like actual meat. Um, so like if you got those frozen meatballs, you could definitely heat those up in the air fryer. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. But, but do not do like cheese or on the air fryer. No. No. So, no. So no. Do you, if you like heat your meatballs up in the air fryer, cook your spaghetti on the stove, mm -hmm. and then um, add some sauce and cheese and heat it up in the oven or something. Oh. Okay. I'll try that. Right. Um, uh, thank you for your help. <laughs> All right. Uh, enjoy. All right. Adios. I have to go anyway. <laughs> Love you. Love you too, Boston. Bye. 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 Enjoy that coffee. And uh, oh, if, yeah, you, have... if you... Go ahead. Go ahead. Just real quick, and then we'll get back to you, Terry. Austin, I was just going to mention, you know, in the movie Elf, you know, he puts maple syrup in his spaghetti. So if you do that, then coffee would be a good way to wash all that down. So, okay, Terry, who have we got? We have Jenny. You may unmute. Yes, um, I'm Okay. Um, question. I have never used what is um, recommended sometimes. I've never bought one. It's, I guess it's a metal plate that you put in uh, the um, bottom of the pan so that this is a way to detect when you are boiling because the pan will, you know, uh, the metal pan will rattle back and forth in the bottom of the pan with the boiling water. And I wonder if you guys could comment on that. I've never tried it. But sometimes I have trouble detecting uh, when the pasta is it, you know, is boiling seriously or rapidly or whatever. So I've let's see if you can it. hear my pot. Let's see if you can hear this real quick. Can you guys hear the boiling water? Yes, we can hear it. Yes. So that tells me just by he feel hearing that uh, my water is boiling. Now, but another clue that I had without even using my hearing, which is good because with ear infections lately, I won't go into that. I can feel, I have a pot, and I should have described this actually, I didn't even think about it. So I have a pot that has a long handle, not one of those pots that has the handles on both sides. And the pot handle itself will vibrate the... Uh, bubbling that you're going to get from boiling so uh, i think maybe if you're like really not comfortable with the stove you could try something like that but i don't think or if you're like in a situation where you're just not going to be able to really closely monitor the stove and you need some way to hear it so it'll alert you to come back to the stove but even then, as a blind cook, I think I'd always be wanting to really monitor my pots and pans. That being said, there have been situations where I can't because um, I had to do something at the computer real quick or whatever. So it, it, it can be a tool, but not one that I personally would feel the need for myself. Me either. Um, because I, I, there's just other ways that you can tell without needing any kind of specialized equipment. And another clue is the way that the water is hissing and, uh, you know, I'm being very careful right now and holding the very edge of the spoon to kind of 
stir the noodles a little bit and holding my hand away from the pot because I've learned from the water vapor what can happen. So I think there's enough clues without needing any kind of extra equipment. That, that's my overall thought on that. And I agree with um, you. Yeah. But I don't know, maybe if you have like poor circulation and, there, and there you can't are feel very when... well. Yeah, there are there are times when you might have the need, like if you if you're low of hearing as well as low vision, then that would be an, a, a good option potentially. Yep. And you can, I like you know, if you can hear, but if you can just tell by hearing alone, you know, you can hear the bubbling sound. That, and it was not making it when I just when I turned on the stove, but it's making it now. So. All right. Well, great question there, Jenny. Anybody else? With their raised hand. There are no hands raised at the moment. Interesting. So we do the complicated recipes and nobody has any questions and just uh, simply boiling noodles and we get a ton of them. Interesting. All right. That's because the um, complicated recipes nobody else is going to try. Oh, that's why. Okay. That, that makes complete sense. So normally I'd have been getting the other things ready while the noodles were boiling, but uh, because I've been fielding questions, I've just had the noodles going and I haven't even gotten to the other things yet, and that's fine. So I'm just going to give this a couple minutes. I'm kind of stirring it with a spoon to feel the needle, uh, needle noodles. This is one instance where I'm not going to put my hand in the pot. I know we talk about using our hands as eyes. There are some situations where that is not a good idea. And uh, boiling water is definitely one of them. But I can use my spoon. I can try to spoon out some spaghetti. I could also use a fork and try to nab with a couple of noodles that way. But uh, I can tell by the texture of the noodles that they're where I want them. And the smoke alarm has its own opinion. All right. I love you too. And so we're going to turn that off and move this pot to the back burner. And uh, that's going to allow me to let the water cool enough so to when I strain the uh, noodles. There, waving a towel at the thing usually solves the problem. Yeah, you then, just need to kind of make the air circulate. Yep. So uh, then the water will be a lot cooler and it'll be much safer to work with. Okay, I'm uh, the, going to brown my meat. And uh, doggies, I don't know if you like yours browned or uh, uncooked or whatever, but... Uh, they like theirs browned. Mine is going to be... Okay. So let's... We've got the smoke alarm going off again. It's just choosing to be fussy because there's nothing cooking at the moment. We will shut the thing up one more time. In a situation like this also too, sometimes opening the window helps. There. But sometimes you gotta just show these things who's boss. And uh... Okay, so I've got my ground meat. I get it in one pound packages. Yes, there are time you can buy meat in three pound things. I don't like that because most recipes call for a pound of ground beef. And when you have a three pound thing, there's just no easy way to figure out 
what is a pound other than guesstimating. So I just get it in one pound packs. And so I'm opening pack number one. It's the Saran Wrap. You can also get the less lean stuff in the roll format. I... Sometimes I can find it a bit more tasty, I'll be honest, but the rolls are a little bit harder to work with because you're gonna really cut them with scissors or split it in half with a knife so you can get the meat out. And so the trays of the one pound of the ground beef are a lot easier to work with. I could have done meatballs if I wanted to, and there are certainly plenty of meatball options. I've done one of them actually here on this call with the barbecue meatballs. I wouldn't use that for the spaghetti. Another one that I could do is my uh, meatloaf recipe that I have. You can actually make that into meatballs as well. So we're going to set this to about oh medium high and just kind of let it cook. And then we're going to start to add in things as the the meat uh, browns so since i've been touching uh, raw meat and all that i'm definitely washing my hands and uh trying not to watch wash my watch but uh, and uh, so, so Tori, what are you gonna be? Uh, what are you putting in your spaghetti? Let me guess: uh, tofu and uh, mushrooms. You guessed wrong. <gasps> oh boy! I am actually using some of the pizza sauce that uh, I have left over from the other day as my sauce base, and then I am ha ha just having the spaghetti with some of that sauce and some green beans. Actually. All right. I, I meant to use my pizza sauce last week and then I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, I was going to be making spaghetti this week. So, But it's okay because then I can show everybody, you know, how to do use the jar and all that. So, But I'm actually going to be making pizza again later this week. So, well, That surprised you, though, didn't it? I was... That part doesn't surprise me. It's the lack of tofu that surprises me. That's what I, I mean. To be honest. Yeah, the, the fact that I that, wasn't doing the tofu or mushrooms. Yes. I'll be totally that, honest, I did, that, I did consider it, but I didn't want to do more work than I absolutely have to because I've had a lot of stuff that I've been doing the last week, so I was being lazy. Uh, that makes complete sense. and you know, I, I completely agree with you on that. What, that I'm lazy? No, that there's, you're... No! I completely agree with the idea of being able to do less. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think yet... Lazy is not a term that uh, comes to uh, mind there, so... You write books, so you're not lazy. Only a couple of them. All right. Only a couple of them. More than I've written. I've written papers. I mean, I guess... And more than most people have I've written, written Herbie. You know how many yeah, I exactly. have out, right? Uh, well, I don't remember the exact number. I know you have a few. Um, if you want just ones that's completely only mine and not compilations I've contributed to, 59. Yeah, you're not lazy. Um, 
<laughs> so, and uh, you know, Tor Tori was one of the most popular guests I'd seen on Writing Works Wonders. So, a, a few weeks ago. If you've uh, missed that interview, then go watch that one or listen to it. Or whatever. Yep. All right. So, Kirby, are you will... taking raised hands at all? We'll oh, tell you I suppose we'll take raised hands. <laughs> we have we have one. Yeah, we give have me Abraham. Just... Okay. Wait a minute, and right. then Kirby will tell you when he's ready. Yep, Abraham. Okay, just wait a second, because I got it. Nope, that's okay. So I need to get this meat uh, starting to stir it up a little bit, so it'll cook evenly. All right, go ahead, Abraham. Um, I just had to step away, but um, before I step away, I had uh, Jenny, Jenny speak about the um, potminder thing. Uh, when I initially lost my vision, I also got one of those um, potmines made out of tempered glass. And I've always been too nervous to use it because you have to fish it out um, if you want to. Um, like yeah. And uh, that is hot and can be dangerous in itself. Um, so, yeah, I, I, uh, I should have thought of that, but yes. Yeah. Um, it's another piece of equipment you have to worry about. Yeah, I think uh, you mentioned the thing where you put the wooden spoon um, by the pot and you can sort of feel the vibration of it boiling um, and handy to... Well, just even by touching the pot handle, I can feel the vibration and that tells yeah. me it's boiling. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's all I want to add. I should have tried. I, I, I don't... I mean, I realize... I know why people like wooden spoons. Because they are safer. But I feel like I just don't get the haptic feedback I get with a metal spoon. And so that's why I just don't use the wooden spoons as much myself. So um. I agree on the feedback thing. I mean, I do sometimes use a wooden spoon anyway, but I do agree that I get better feedback. And if I'm struggling when I'm trying to do something, I will sometimes change the metal spoon partway through cooking. Yep. All right, so we're just breaking the meat up. Okay, now is a good time if anybody has any... Actually, hold on just a minute. Yeah, I mean, you can raise your hands if you have questions, but I won't take them for just a minute. So what I'm doing here is I'm breaking up the meat because I decided to do extra. It's a little harder to break up both pounds. I could have just... I should have maybe just broken it up when I started it cooking. But um, that's okay. So just kind of using my spoon to really move it around and make sure that the heat's getting to it because we want it cooked, obviously. At least I do. Um, well, I thought that was the, pro anyway, the point of the process. Yes. Well, some people like raw beef. You know, what can I say? I'm not one of those, but... Uh, you can say no thank you. Exactly. Anyway, do we have any other questions? We do. Tyann? All right. You may unmute. Tyann. Hey, Tyann. More of a, uh, it, a, law? a comment, not a uh, question. Um, 
That's all right. I found a way to uh, make not just spaghetti, but pasta without having to drain it. And that's by using an oh. pot. Instapot. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Okay, you're kind of breaking up there, but. Yeah. Oh. That. Yep. That that is definitely another way to make spaghetti and a good use for the insta. I didn't know you had not didn't have to drain it, but uh, that would uh, is a good use. For, I and I have heard heard how to make spaghetti in the instapot. Yeah, I believe the instapot you don't have to drain it, but you do have to drain it if you're using a crock pot. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Well, Tyam, I tell you what, you can uh, come over here and show me how to use my Instapot because uh, got one last year and I just have not figured the, the thing out. So. Ooh, I love my Instapot. I didn't even bother getting one because I've got a crock pot, I've got a stove top, I've got an oven. Yep. So my I don't have a crock pot, so I've... What? My husband uses the crock pot. I use the instant pot. There you go. So, if, but if you've got a crock pot, you don't really need an instant pot, in my opinion. If you've got a instant pot, you don't really need a crock pot. So, well, I have heard that. I I have heard that. From what I've heard from it's electric, things do taste different in um the different things. So. Yes. Well, yeah, there is that. Yeah, okay. The things do taste slightly different in the different things, and obviously, you might want to cook it that way. And there are some things that you can't do with a crock pot that you can with an instant pot, but you can do those things on the stove anyway. So. Yep. Now, if I didn't have the stove, then I might be more inclined to get like an instant pot and an air fryer, um, kind of thing. But. Yeah, I wish I had an air fryer. We don't have one. Like well, I don't want one, and my mom—I don't want one, and people try I keep trying to get me to get one, and I don't want one. <laughs> so, just something else to find space for. I'm trying to declutter, not well, declutter. Exactly. <laughs> so, and we do have another raised hand, Burby. All like. right, who we got? Yep, Dexter. You may unmute. Dexter. Hello, Burby. Hey, I have another method that I learned from Hadley with regard to cooking the pasta. Uh, they right. suggested going ahead, put the pasta into the pan, then you put in just enough water to cover the pasta, and then turn, put on the heat, turn it on, and bring it to a boil, and then turn off the heat, and just stir it for another 10 minutes, and then take it off the heat. And that cooks it to pretty much al dente. Yeah, that's a good way to do it, too. Uh, yep. And with regard to, I, I always you know, like you know, the ground hamburger in mine rather than meatballs. And I actually, what I like to use is I'll use two pounds of ground hamburger and then I like the three cheese uh, 24 ounce can of Hunt's uh, pasta sauce. And All that right. is really well, I'm good. I'm going to try. Excellent. I've got a garlic and herb uh, pasta sauce I'm going to try. 
But right now I've got some chopped onions that need to get used up and into the ground meat they are going to go. Um, so thank you for that tip there, uh, Abraham, uh, uh, Dexter. Yikes, okay. We've got, wow, today we, we actually have uh, four different countries represented so far. Uh, United States, UK, India, and uh, South Africa. So this is truly an international effort here. I like it. So, um, what we um, call international collaboration. Exactly. All right. Anybody else? Yes, we have Diane Scalzi. Diane. All right. Hello, Minerva. Diane, you can unmute. Talk to us, Diane. Hopefully she hit the I got think it I'm button. Unmuted. There you Can are. You hear there me? you are. There you are. Okay. Um, I managed to switch my phone from speaker to, you know, phone. Anyway. Um, yep. My, <sighs> Joe, we're planning to remodel our kitchen sometime and um, Joe wants to have this um, pasta pot installed um, as part of our part of our new sink. And the pot um, has its own plumbing, so you can fill it with water and drain it, you know, uh, from the sink. And um, we think it probably has some kind of an insert, you know, like maybe maybe with a strainer or something, but we, we don't know that. Um, but you turn this thing on and it fills the pot with water and boils the water, you know, and then you uh, put the pasta in and cook it there. And then when it's done, you know, you can drain it from the sink. So uh, I, I will be anxious to see, you know, how that contraption works. But it That's sounds neat. like it would, you know, be potentially easy for someone if they wanted to spend the money on it. Um, you know, for someone who can't see it, it might be easier than, you know, carrying around a, uh, a, a pot full of uh, pasta and Definitely. boiling water. <laughs> Yeah, if it works like it sounds like it works, then yeah. Yeah, so I will, you know, report on that if it ever gets done. I don't know if we're going to get our kitchen done or not because, um, you know, we're getting it done at a significant discount and it seems to take a while for when he helps us with things for them to get done. So, the anyway. The are free and low cost, yep. 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 That's right. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, I thought I would mention that, and um, yeah, he owns a cabinet shop, so that's where we saw it several years ago, and it seemed like a neat idea. So, anyway, uh, I will let you get back to whatever you're. I've been kind of in and out, so 
Um, thanks for letting me share, and we'll talk to you all maybe later. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to drain the meat and get some of the excess grease out, so that, and then we'll add it back to the pan and do the sauce. So um, I added in chopped onions. These are the, you know, no, I just uh, buy the uh, chopped onions from uh, the store that are already minced. I don't have to do anything. I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Um, and, you know, when it comes to the cost of these things, I mean, it really just depends on how often you're going to deal with onions. I don't make use them every day. So, but they really can be more convenient because it's just pre-chopped and, you know, you can... They're also, it's also convenient to have chopped ones that, like, you can get already frozen chopped ones. Convenient to do that if you yep. only ever use a small amount of onion at a time. Because you can just grab out a handful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just using my strainer to shake out some of the extra grease. And, uh... Doing that. And then I'll use a different strainer unless I decide to wash this one out for the spaghetti noodles. So just uh, shaking all that. All right. So now we're going to set that aside. I'm going to just rinse out the pan in cold water because it's going to be hot. And It'll get some of the stuff off the pan, bottom of the pan. And steel wool really works well for these type of situations. Very good. So now we're going to dry it off and then we're going to add the meat back to the pan and then we're going to set things to a simmer in a minute but we're going to add in our sauce stuff and uh, first of all I want to make sure that uh, you know those of you over in the clubhouse side again if uh, you're out there and you have any questions or comments feel free to hit that request to speak button and say hi we don't bite we do have a hand raised for uh, me. Are you taking questions still while you're preparing? Yes. Okay, Abraham. Yep, we'll take the questions. Okay, Abraham. Um, so with the onions that you buy, I suppose you're choosing what to cry, uh, cry over the, either the chopping the onions or crying over the cost. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, 
territory what are you doing on your side um since are you just having um the source with spaghetti or um i am having at this particular time i am have just having sauce for spaghetti um and also i am having some green beans with mine as well because i wanted some vegetables with them um but if i wasn't um not feeling like doing any more work than i absolutely had to i would have had some mushrooms um, or fried up some tofu okay so one thing I really didn't take into consideration with the, since I was doing two pounds is I did have some things spill on the stove. So I'm transferring to a larger skillet and that way when I stir in the sauce and remaining ingredients, there's going to be less uh, spillage. So that will make things work a lot better. And because um, we don't want stuff for... Uh, going to the side of the stove. But yeah, you can cry over the cost or uh, cry over the onion itself. And um, hey, but the cost of food nowadays, you gotta cry over it anyway, so. True. Personally, I use onions enough that I can justify having all the extra onion about, so I tend to just buy the real onion that's not chopped because although yes I do then have to chop it um, it kind of does add up if you use it a lot mm-hmm okay so I just put the stuff from the sieve into the uh, skillet you know, I meant to add in a little bit of seasoning to the meat, so we'll just add in a tiny bit of garlic salt. You don't want it too heavily seasoned, but uh, just enough to give it a little bit more flavor. And I'll kind of stir this around. Oh yeah, I should have used the skillet. That's okay. Means I also have to use a different burner, the same burner I used earlier for my pot, but that's fine too. So now let's cut, see what kind of luck we will have with our sauce. Yikes! So I'm kind of incident there where a spooner, a spoon got trapped underneath my pan. Glad I caught that in time. Uh, we don't want to be an accident waiting to happen. So I've got a jar of spaghetti sauce that I'm going to, since I've been cooking, I'm going to need a grip with the towel. And I've got the jar lid off. Oh, yep, this is the spaghetti sauce, all right. Um, I don't have too many jars here, but I know generally that my jar is going to be either spaghetti or Alfredo sauce. In this case, I got it as a brand new order, so... There is no. Uh, no, Alfredo sauce would have, Alfredo sauce would have worked anyway. It would have. I'm just not a big fan of it. That's the only. True, but it would have worked. Yeah. Well, there are worse things that can happen well, than opening a, a jar of Alfredo sauce. Oh yeah. I I definitely agree with no argument there. Um. 
So, uh, in fact, we even talked about Alfredo sauce as one of the substitutes for uh, Bell's uh, spaghetti. Yes. So I got my oregano this time. And uh, it's in a spice bottle. Let's see. Do we have to take the paper off? I do. So when you get a spice bottle, sometimes you have to take the uh, little paper off the bottle itself. And if you do not have good fingernails, then... A good knife will solve the problem. So let's go over here and set it on a flat surface. And I'm going to pierce the paper. And now I don't know about just, over there, uh, but over here there's a tiny little tab in on the thing that if you can get hold of that, you don't need fingernails. Yeah, sometimes if you can find it, I some of them do, some of them. That's why I, said I think if they do have it, <laughs> yeah. Now we can just sprinkle in some oregano into uh, this sauce. And then put the lid back on. Next. A little bit of red pepper just to spice things up. Should have gotten some cayenne pepper, but uh, this will do. And of course, uh, you can season the sauce however you want or don't want. Um, so I don't suggest that you season it how you don't want because you're not going to eat it. Exactly. Unless you're cooking it strictly for somebody else, but uh, Chanel. Does not like uh, tomato sauce, so this is um, my. Uh, yeah, like for example, spaghetti. if I was cooking it for my husband, there'd be meat involved. And that would be how I don't want, yep. but he'd be happy. Exactly. And so would your dogs, though. Uh, true, but they wouldn't be able to have yours anyway because you've got onions in it. Dogs are not supposed to have onion. No, but you, you could give them some of the meat before you add in the onions. Yeah, that's true. Then they'd be happy. Exactly. Okay, so let's see. Oh, that's right. I used my garlic paste already, so it's in the sink. So the last thing we're going to add in is some actual garlic. And um, again, I've learned a new trick. I can get all the already peeled garlic, so it's a lot easier to work with in my opinion. And, um, okay, there's chocolate chips. That will not work for spaghetti. But, uh, well, unless you're doing that version with the maple syrup, then it might. Yes. But I am not. You know, that just... Doesn't appeal to me either. But hey, whatever, you know, season your spaghetti however you want. Yep. And, um... Okay, there's my garlic. Not an elf, too. Don't forget, he added in, like, for the breakfast version of spaghetti. He added in pop tarts, so 
So I, I just have to take make some my own bag. If I want pop tarts. Ah. Well, can one make one's own pop tarts? Easily. Interesting. I've. They're just pastry with some filling put together, uh, put between them, and then you put them in the toaster. Basically, ah, you partially, sure you do a layer of pastry, a layer of the filling, making sure not to go all the way to the edge, and then another layer of pastry. Partially cook them in the oven, and then you can put them in the toaster to make them into toaster pop tarts. All right, guys. So you came here to learn how to make spaghetti, and instead we you're learning how to make pop tarts. Well, no, also they're learning how to, because they're learning how to do spaghetti too. Yes. Two for the price of one. Exactly. Breakfast and dinner. Alright. Yep. Okay, that's added in. Now we will stir this all up. Uh, let's check um, the phone lines and see if we have any questions or raise hands, whatever they are. I don't know. Okay, so um, we do actually. All Dexter right. had his hand raised, but he eventually um, lowered it. But I didn't call him because you didn't say for any more questions. Nope. So Abraham, then up on. Yep, that's it. And then. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Dexter, if you have a question, just raise your hand. Okay. Go ahead, Abraham. Go ahead, Abraham. So, we have two. So, that version of Pop-Tarts yep. doesn't have frosting. I think uh, no Pop-Tarts have frosting, right? Uh, I'm educated. Yes. <laughs> you can, right, if you want one, frosting yeah. on your Pop-Tarts, then you want to put a, you want to make a, um, frosting and put a thin amount and then you need to make sure that you freeze them before you put them in, uh, before you put them in the toaster because else the frosting goes all over the place in the middle of your toast okay. so. I, I, I think I'd rather just bake it in the oven <laughs> be too nervous. There's, there, yeah actually personally my preference is to just um, when it's almost done put some frosting on and then bake it for a little longer <laughs> basically Okay. All right. Jenny is next. All right, Jenny. Yeah, I have um. Maybe I missed a step. Still haven't had my coffee. But did you saute the onions, or did you just keep them raw when you put them in the sauce? I put them raw. I put them in with the. I sauteed them with the with the beef. So I just added them into the ground beef. Okay. And then I added in the sauce last. But you can. Saute them in the sauce if you prefer. The garlic is one I definitely recommend you saute with the sauce because it can burn easily. Alright, so we've got us a spicy spaghetti here. And that's and it for now, Herbie. I like it. Alright. So now I'm going to drain the noodles and um, again this is where the long-handled pot really comes in handy because it's a lot easier to grab it with one hand. You have your strainer in the other hand and then you can place your pot in the sink or your strainer in the sink rather and then pour with your other hand the pot into the strainer just by setting it in and then 
tipping sideways till all the water comes out. And then you shake. And um, what we're going to do is a new trick that I learned that really comes in handy. So traditionally, they'll tell you to layer the sauce over the pasta. But what I'm going to do is put this all in, put the noodles back into the pot and then mix in the sauce mixture right into the spaghetti. And then it'll be a lot easier to serve it all at once. It'll be mixed in and... Um, you can do that now if you're serving like different types of sauce or whatever you wouldn't want to do this but um you know also you want to ask people what they prefer if you're serving for other people because yep. some people like i don't like mine mixed in before it's served i like it layered on top but my husband likes his done that way so even if we were ha just having a basic tomato sauce that we could both have he would drain the, the spaghetti, put my share in the bowl, and then put my sauce on top, but put his back in the pot to mix it through to the, mix it through the sauce. All right. For me, it's a, it's a matter of convenience more than anything else. I really don't uh, care, but... Um, well, I had my food chopped up tiny and mixed so much that I have an issue with my stuff being overly mixed, so... Right. When you've eaten roast potatoes with a spoon, even when you're an adult, um, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. No, you do not eat roast potatoes with a spoon. You do not eat french fries with a fork. All right, so. No, those are finger food. Yes. Tell that to the, the principal at my uh, school for the blind. You know, he was getting after somebody for... I don't know if he was teasing or not because he made a big deal over teaching us all social skills. And then at lunchtime, he was getting getting after somebody for eating uh, French fries with their fingers. So, like I said, I don't know if he was honestly teasing or not. But, uh, okay, so now I've poured the sauce over the spaghetti. I'm going to just kind of stir things in. And what is my time, by the way? It is now um, 11.02 Eastern Time. Okay, well, yep. So we actually got everything done in a timely manner. Well, who knew? But it's cooking, not baking, so that's why. Well, even if I'd have done cooking, everything all at once, I could have gotten it. Yeah. Even, you know, even some cooking, even if, even if you discount the prep time, even some cooking sometimes need the longer time because sometimes stuff just needs longer to cook. Yep. All right, so Tori, let's uh, tell them what we've got um, for uh, healthy tips and uh, whatnot. Well, first of all, um, we have um, the obvious of pasta um, splash spaghetti does need to be gluten-free if you have a gluten intolerance um you also want to watch out because some of them do actually contain eggs um you're least they, you're less likely to find that in the dried spaghettis but they but there are dried spaghettis that contain eggs and sometimes milk so you want to watch out for that um that's it really for the spaghetti itself 
there are gluten-free spaghettis and there are plenty of off-the-shelf egg-free and dairy-free spaghettis. And beyond that, um, just remember you can do any kind of sauce you want. If you have an issue with things like tomatoes, then don't, obviously don't do a tomato sauce. Um, if you don't eat meat, then instead of the meat, you could do mushrooms or tofu or just have the sauce by itself. And serve your spaghetti with whatever you want. You can top it with some cheese if you eat cheese. Serve it with bread or salad on the side or whatever. Yep. Alright, so this definitely turned out to be some good spaghetti. And um, now we're just going to ladle some out on the plate and then we'll bring it over to the table. I think we're actually going to end early today, guys, so who knew? Um, real quick, just want to remind everybody over on Clubhouse and on Media 5 that uh, if you have not already done so, then you need to subscribe to our community schedule, community at acb.org. And those are real people there. It's not an automated thing. So just say pretty, 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 please add me to the schedule and they will be more than happy to do so. Include your name and email address. It just makes it easier. And um, it just makes things a lot easier for them. So by all means, definitely do that if you have not already done so. Or you can call 1-800-424-8666 and follow the prompts for that. Yep. Keep in mind that schedule is not as up-to-date as the email one, so just uh, definitely keep that in mind. Be sure to join us for some of the other great calls happening throughout the week. We've got crafting calls. We do not have a recipe swap this week, but uh, next week we should have It's Electric. And um, sometimes the whole foundation, they also will put on the cooking uh, things as well. So be sure to check those out. I also have keep a good authority that in the near future, Courtney, in the kitchen with Courtney, will be returning. All right. So um, I know everybody There's no actual date yet, that. but it will be. Excellent. So uh, there's at least the return of one cooking show. Now, uh, I, I don't know about wait, Make and Bake, if uh, that'll ever return or not. But um, if it does, we'll let you know. And uh, what else? What else? What else? So um, plenty of other calls, too, such as Unmute Presents. we got Lively Latin. Unmute Presents is coming up your way on Media 5 a little bit later on. That, I think, is the only other call being streamed today, so um, you'll have to check out the community. Clubhouse, you'll have a couple more calls, I think, but uh, um, again, it's always a good idea to be subscribed to the community call list. Any uh, final questions? There are no hands raised. All right, so Tori, you want to tell them what we are making next week? Next week, we are making a recipe passed on to us by our very own Tabitha Kenlan, which is pierogies, a recipe from her brother, um, which that is going to be an interesting challenge for both of us because we've never done anything yes. like that. Um, so you definitely want to tune in and watch us try and do that, listen to us try and do that. 
whichever. Um, either way, don't miss it. The following week, we have Heidi and Nick coming to do their lasagna. And the week after that, we have an interview with my brother, Carl, who you may have heard on the call before when he did an interview um, in the past. Well, this time he's back with some cooking tips. Yes, indeed. So that's going to be an exciting interview. Yep. And uh, let's see. So just a quick reminder, guys, if you do get the community emails, you do get some extra goodies. For instance, the link to the YouTube channel where I do have a lot of these calls archived. Also, the Dropbox folder where you will get recipes. Now, there is no recipe for today's call. I don't think we need one. It's just your basic spaghetti and uh, meat sauce. But uh, you will find... uh, other recipes in there for sure. They are all in text format, so you will be able to read them on any device without any kind of a special software. So that uh, is uh, how that You can works. also find the recipes listed on the uh, um, I, groups.io, the ACB Cooks group, if you subscribe yep. to that, which if you... Um, I have a subscribe here. I believe there's a link to that in the email as well. Also, you can send an email to community at acb.org and ask them to subscribe you to the cooks list. Please remember, though, it is an announcement only group. So it's just so you can get the recipes and know what's going to be coming up for future cooking calls as we release the ingredient lists. Yes, indeed. All right. So I think that's going to take care of it. Uh, This is your last chance to ask any questions. If not, then we're just going to go ahead and I think end this thing a few minutes early. It's been quiet. And there are no questions. And it's quiet here, too. All right. Excellent. Well, I want to thank everybody. And uh, Twinkling Tori, as always, for co facilitating. Oh, um, we do have a raised hand. Untangling. Oh, we do have a raised hand. Petra. All right. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Petra. That's okay. Take... Petra, hey, Petra. mute. Star six. Hello, everyone. Um, Hello. Herbie, the step that you missed that I would like to have heard about is what did you do with your garlic? Was it whole garlic cloves? And did you put them in your sauce whole or did you chop them up? So I used already peeled garlic. They are whole garlic cloves that already have the peel off. And I just put right. them in a garlic press and, uh, you know, press them over the sauce. So, you know, ground it. Oh, over, okay. You know, um, that's all I did. We have on um, previous cooking corners, we've gone into more detail about that. Yeah, so I just didn't even think well, about it. But I, that's, I guess that's, that's all I did. I am new, so sorry I missed yep, it. No, no, that's you're okay. fine. You are welcome You're to fine. ask. Have a great day. So yeah, look for already peeled garlic and it'll make your life a lot easier. And then just get a garlic press and uh, it, it will make your life a lot easier. It appeals to you. All right. right. Yep. Thank you. 